When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're in the end game now. The perfect end to a perfect season. But the competition isn't slowing down. I don't need food. I don't need sleep. You know, I'll eat my own adrenaline. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, December 15th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Wilmer Valderrama has signed on to star in a new Zorro series for Disney Television. The project, currently in development, will be a reimagining of the classic 1950s Disney TV show as a period piece set in Pueblo de Los Angeles, the precursor to modern-day L.A., and told in a contemporary telenovela style. Douglas Fairbanks, Guy Williams, and Antonio Banderas have all previously portrayed the character that was first introduced in the 1919 novel The Curse of Capistrano by Johnston McMulley. In a statement, Valderrama said that growing up, Zorro was, quote, the one character that made me, as a Latino, feel like I could be a hero, and that it's a dream come true to be part of the character's legacy. The 2022 Film Independent Spirit Awards nominations were announced Tuesday morning, and Janixa Bravo's Zola, based on the viral Twitter thread, leads all nominees with seven. On the television side, Squid Game's Lee Jung-jae earned a nomination for his leading performance in that thriller series, as did years and years singer Ali Alexander for HBO Max's queer-themed drama It's a Sin. You can see the full list of nominees at EW.com. The Library of Congress's National Film Registry announced Tuesday a list of 25 films that will be preserved by the government, including George Lucas's sci-fi epic Star Wars Episode VI Return of the Jedi, Jennifer Lopez's star-making Selena Quintanilla biopic, Peter Jackson's Oscar-nominated Lord of the Rings The Fellowship of the Ring, Wes Craven's horror favorite A Nightmare on Elm Street, the black-and-white camp masterpiece Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, starring Joan Crawford and Betty Davis, and the Disney Pixar animated family classic WALL-E. And we also have a few first looks for you to check out, including Michelle Obama on the final season of Blackish, and Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, and Daniel Radcliffe in the movie The Lost City. You can see those, plus more on all of these stories, other news, reviews, interviews, and more at EW.com. All right, it is time to take a bite out of our number three pick, Foodtastic. Kiki Palmer hosts this new competition series on Disney+, Plus, in which highly skilled food artists create larger-than-life sculptures based on classic Disney properties. And it's not just baking. We're talking a Lightning McQueen made from vegetables, X-Wing fighters you can eat for dessert, a scene from Up recreated using granola bars, 
Audio alone can't do these delicious creations justice, but here's a preview anyway. We use rice cereal, corn husk, and granola bars. This is absolutely beautiful. To re-envision familiar stories. After seeing Belle, I sort of want an adventure of my own. And create new ones. I'm going to attempt to make this entire canopy out of gelatin. Out comes a show so good. Beautiful technique. I never seen it before. You can taste it. This is so creative. It's gorgeous. What do you think? Well, if R2D2 approves, it must be good. And if you couldn't tell, there's more to this show than just food. I recently spoke to Palmer about Foodtastic, the experience of hosting it, and more. Have a listen. You know, there are a lot of like cooking, baking, food shows out there, but I was like, all right, so, you know, first question is what's going to make it different? And right away, like the episode titles, I was like, oh, okay, okay. I see we're going big on this stuff. Yes, they were not holding back at all. We went big in every fashion that you could think of, not just from the art pieces, but from even the way that the show is so uniquely designed, from the look and the feel and the different themes that we pull into when we go to the different IPs that we're using from the Disney catalog to even the aspect of me having these little interstitial character moments from each Disney IP that kind of pushes and encourages and inspires our artists to create whatever they're creating for that particular episode. I mean, when I joined along with this show, I was immediately like, yeah, I need to be a part of this because this is like changing the framework for what I would imagine a food art or food competition show to be. Of all of the episodes, and I'm not asking you to pick favorites, you know, pick your favorite child, but is there though a, like a moment or an episode that really kind of blew your mind? Man, I think it will probably be a cross between the Ant-Man and the Wasp episode and Uh Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh Pirates of the Caribbean slash Muppets. It's the same team for both. For the Pirates of the Caribbean and the uh, Muppets one, it's the same team that I think might have been my favorite team throughout the whole show. Sorry. But just because they all had such specific different skills and the way that they divided them to create their art pieces, I think was just miraculous. And they always wowed us. So what is your personal level of like, do you consider yourself a baker? Like, I think I'm good with maybe like a three tier cake, but I don't know if I can do anything more than that. I'm not making any tears. I'm just making maybe one flat, you know, cake. I'm like the Harry Potter cake. I'm just making one, you know, or or maybe the Trunchable cake. There's like, you know, but that might even have too many tears. Like I'm very basic with it. I really do want to be great at it because I love food and I think food is so creative. So I would love to actually, you know, go to culinary school and really like practice on something like that if I had that kind of time. But right now I'm just very bare minimum. I'm a noob. Well, luckily, Palmer's hosting skills are much better than her cooking skills. You can dig into all 11 episodes of Foodtastic on Disney Plus right now. And, of course, I had one other question for Palmer when we spoke about Foodtastic. Kiki Palmer, what you watching? So, outside of, like, Real Housewives and all the housewives... I would say I'm watching this show called Lock and Key that I really liked. Mm-hmm. I also watched Made, finished yeah. the whole season of Made. I'm almost completely finished with Lock and Key. Margaret Qualley on Made is so incredible. Good. Incredible. They were just the fact that they were mother and daughter. It was just like incredible to see them perform like they're together. Mm-hmm. Loved the show. Uh, loved Squid Games. Mm-hmm. Loved Clickbait. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like where I am currently. I got to, you know, dig back in and see what else I'm. Oh, Nine Perfect Strangers. I finished that. Oof. Incredible with Nicole King. So good. I yeah, need to finish yeah. White Lotus. But I mean, I'm always watching TV, as you can see. I'm a big TV TV head. 
Uh, yeah, we can certainly tell. A quick recap. Lock and Key, Made, Squid Game, and Clickbait, they're all streaming on Netflix. Nine Perfect Strangers is streaming on Hulu. And The White Lotus is available on HBO Max. Catch up now so that ending doesn't get spoiled for you. Now we are unmasking today's number two pick. It's The Masked Singer. Season six of TV's wackiest singing competition comes to an end tonight with a two-hour holiday-themed finale, which will see the final two contestants, Bull and Queen of Hearts, go head-to-head to compete for the Golden Mask Trophy. But before the winner is revealed and both stars' true identities are uncovered, the first hour will take viewers back to relive the greatest moments and performances of the season. Then, the second half of the show will see the finalists perform for the very last time in hopes of winning the panel and audience's approval. We can't say for sure what will go down, but the bull might have an upper hand after a very emotional performance of Hunter Hayes' Invisible. Here's a clip from the finale. Ooh, that song struck a couple chords. We've all felt maybe invisible sometimes, you know, but what's so beautiful is when you have a gift like that, you make people feel seen, and because of that, we truly see you. You are the new voice for The Masked Singer, that's what I think, and I am rooting for you to take home The Masked Singer Golden Trophy. That song was written by Hunter Hayes, who I love, and, um... Astronaut. Yes. (laughs) I felt like every single lyric spoke to me, and... Take your time. Take your time. Uh, I, um... Sometimes... You just feel like there's nothing that you'll ever be able to do that's good enough. I do this because I love this. I've been doing it since I was eight years old, and I'll never stop singing no matter what happens. Wow, who knew the masked singer could get so poignant? Tune in to see if the bull goes home with the win, and if any of the panelists can beat Jenny McCarthy Wahlberg for the Golden Ear Trophy, which is given to the judge with the most correct first impression guesses throughout the season. It all begins tonight at 8 o'clock on Fox. It's trivia time. What former co-host of The Talk has said she turned down an offer to be a panelist on The Masked Singer? Sharon Osbourne, Marie Osmond, or Eve? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. All right, don't cast us away just yet, because it is time for our number one pick, Survivor. Tonight marks the end of season 41, and only five castaways remain. Deshaun, 
Erica, Heather, Ricard, and Xander. And after a full season of new twists and turns, they've got a doozy of a finale ahead of them. They'll be starting over on a new island with even fewer supplies than before. Things are also a little tense between Deshaun and Erica after his shenanigans at Tribal Council last week. Here's a clip from the finale. Final five, let's go. Congratulations, guys. Jeff throws us another curveball, and it's starting over on a new beach and getting the bare minimum supplies. This is all we got. Where are my pants? We gotta start over and, ooh, that's perfect for me because I don't need food, I don't need sleep. You know, I'll eat my own adrenaline. The other people out here, I want them weak, I want them starving. They're gonna be crumbling as I rise to the top. There are different bugs on this island than our old <laughs> island. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, Erica, we should talk. I, I'm, I'm not, sorry. I'm not ready to talk to you right no? now, but you're welcome for being here. Oh, bold statement. I love you, girl. It was just... Hail Mary on my part, I had to do what I had to I do. I mean, I'm surprised I was the target of the Hail Mary. I mean, tribal was another mess, man, thanks to, to your boy. I had to cause some chaos tonight, so I decided to blow up Erica's spot, and that's exactly what happened. So, who will be the one left standing at the end of all of this? Per EW survivor expert Dalton Ross, Xander would seem to have the best odds, mainly because he's already in the final four thanks to his immunity. But Ricard has the strongest resume considering his challenge wins, and both Erica and Deshaun have paths to victory too. Only one thing is for sure, Heather is not going to win, so hopefully she's proud to have just made it this far. But whoever does take home that victory, they will know right away. The winner is revealed on location for the first time since Season 1 due to COVID safety regulations. It should make for an exciting conclusion. The two-hour Survivor Season finale begins tonight at 8 on CBS. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. What former co-host of The Talk has said she turned down an offer to be a panelist on The Masked Singer? Sharon Osbourne, Marie Osmond, or Eve? Time to share the answer. It's Sharon Osbourne. In 2019, Osbourne claimed that she was approached to be a panelist and turned it down because she was still under contract for the UK version of The X Factor. Fun fact, Nicole Scherzinger was also a judge on that show. Well, that is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall.